What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside Ringwalk Danny. What is up, champ? Brother, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Excited. We're going to have Raiz Salim in the building, coming off a sensational win. And uh, obviously, you know, a lot to talk about with Raiz. But our main topic, obviously, is your interview with Devin Haney going little boxing viral, man. Uh, obviously... Um, the new phrase for Devin is Tank has a fake belt, a Mickey Mouse belt, and it looks like uh, the internet is happy with the way Devin is talking. And uh, your video is getting a lot of views. There's a lot of comments. So, yeah, we want to discuss the possibility of and, and, and just, you know, your time with the champ and how'd you get him to say what he said. Obviously, you know, it was all him. But, yeah, man, uh, but live from the win. Here at Blue Wire Studio, man. Yes, indeed. Definitely excited uh, to talk to Raiz today. Happy to have him in the studio after a great performance. Just Labor Day weekend, right? Yeah. So just last, this past weekend. So I'm excited about that. And, uh, you know, shout out to the champ. You know, we were in the gym watching him work, and the champ said, let's do an interview. I wasn't going to tell him no, so we did an interview. And, you know, we were able to talk for... You know, a little bit, and only part of the interview's up, and like you said, it's uh, made the rounds a little bit. Sure has. Hopefully, that interview leads to at least talk. So, you know, begin to talk about a possibility in that fight, man. You know, that's a, that's a fight that I don't expect it to be an easy fight to happen, nor do I expect it to happen, you know, rather soon. Mm. But <clears throat> if they can at least get the conversations going. Well, Devin is saying in your interview, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but, uh, you know, uh, Boxing News 24, they picked up your interview and they have the quotes out as if Devin said after Cambosos, you know, he, he would like to fight Tank and that Tank is the WBA regular so he can become his mandatory. And I'm paraphrasing, but... And no, that's correct. That's correct. Uh, you know, I'm just being a bit more realistic with myself in the industry and in the business. But that is correct. Uh, he indeed is looking for that fight. He said, if it makes sense after Cambosis, why not? So hopefully, like I said, if they can at least begin talks, if, you know, Bill, Bob can reach out to, to Leonard, to Al, to at least you know, get the fight warmed up a bit, that'd be great because it's a fight that the fans not just want to see, but a fight that they deserve to see. Now, given that, you know, they're both with rival promoters and Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford, isn't official yet. And that's five years in the making? More or less, yeah. Okay, is it five or you mean less like could it be four? No, I'm saying it, give or take, you know, it could be five. It could be four, four and a half. Okay. It could be five and a half, you know, but it, definitely around that time. But frame. that being said, how long has this fight with Tank and Devin been brewing? And has that time frame been anywhere near the amount of a Mayweather Pacquiao or a Bud and, you know, Earl Spence, Wilder Joshua? Well, Lennox think, Lewis, Riddick Bowe. I think you can, you, you know, you may disagree. I think you can consider this fight brewing, right? Mm -hmm. 
you got to consider a Bruin, I would say, when both guys were doing something in the division. So I would say once Devin became champion, because uh, Gervonta already had, you know, became champion before. Once Devin became champion, then I think you can look at that as a fight. Or because now it's like, okay, cool. We know they have their rivalry in the amateurs, a rivalry when they were younger. But we knew that wasn't going to be a pro debut for them. Mm-hmm. You know, we knew that was probably going to be a big fight that we got to see years down the line. That being said, you know, why not now? I mean, I'll tell you what, if he doesn't do it now, I think it only gets worse for Tank. And I know that he looks sensational at 140 versus uh, Barrios. And I'll say the word sensational because, again, I rank Thurman highly, and Thurman couldn't do what Tank did. So it's just Barrios is a different style from Devin. And once Devin gets the 140 and they allow him to fill in, it's going to be trouble. I, I don't think you want to give him five extra pounds. And, and, and outside of height, length, and weight advantage, why would you want to fight for no belts when the, 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 all the belts are right there? Like, all you got to do is beat the dude that you think can't beat you, and you're automatically in the history books. Now, granted, Tank's multiple division champion, his trajectory states that he'll be in the history books without a Devin Haney, but if you and your fans believe you can beat Devin and he got all the belts, I mean, why not make the biggest fight? And your peers, your peers. Earl Spence is going for undisputed. You know, your peers are doing it, you know? So, and you can separate yourself from your boxing brother in Broner, who's another four-division champion. And that's what, is Tank four-division or is he four-time? No, uh, Tank is three-division, 30, 35, 40. So, so four times then? Yes. Because, yeah. Yes, twice at 30. Yeah, that's why. Because I know they use the tagline times with him. So it's like, all right. Yes, twice at 30. Mm-hmm. IBF, WBA. Well, um, let's not waste any more time. I know the people are excited to get Raiz Salim in here, especially after looking so sensational in his last performance versus Mike Blanya. And I really thought Blanya was going to give him a tougher test. Let me... Tell you, I mean, you know, we seen what he did to your guy, Joshua Greer, and, and I rock with Greer. I love the gimmick of the pillow and, and, and coming into the ring. But our boys here, let me go ahead and give him a handshake. All right, all right. So we have Raiz Salim in the building. Raiz, man, uh, wow. Did you envision that it would look the way that you made it look? Man, that was uh, the exact vision. I went out there and did exactly what I said I was going to do, what I foreseen, the work I put in. Everything just played out exactly how I wanted it to. It was really an A-class performance. I feel like, uh, you know, I have to give that letter grade an A. What about yourself? After going back and watching it, what was your thoughts? Any mistakes you've seen you made? Well, see, that's the thing. I, uh, I don't watch my fights right away. Mm. You know, I, uh, I just kind of pick on myself, you know, and uh, just let it marinate all the things that I think I did wrong. So when I do sit down and watch it, 
I'm just I'm I'm focused on that. Mm-hmm. You know, so in the next few days, I'm I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna see what's up. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I did make some mistakes in that fight that I do want to capitalize on. What do you think you did wrong? Um. Well, uh, I feel like there was times to where I could have turned it up a little bit. You know, I wanted to go out there and fight a smart fight. I believe the knockout will come. I just didn't have to force it, you mm-hmm. know. And, and the tenth, it was about to come, but I was fighting with myself in the seventh and the eighth because I wanted to turn it up. But um, you know, there are some times where uh, I, I think I should have turned southpaw and uh, stayed southpaw, and I think I would have got him out of there. But you know, I, I fought a smart fight, and it played out exactly how it was supposed to. You definitely neutralized them, Danny. Did you expect for that fight to play out that way? No, I, I told Raiz uh, before the show when he arrived, you know, I was very impressed because I did expect Plania to give him a more difficult time. And that's uh, n- nothing nothing uh, against Raiz. I just felt that highly of Plania. And, I, you know, I thought it was going to be a tougher fight. And, you know, you were able to perform. Shine. Did you feel that you were able to use the tools and uh, execute the game plan that you guys had or or – did you have to make adjustments as you went along? No, I, w- I was able to stick to the game plan. You know, we kind of had two of them. Uh, you know, the first one was just, um, well, without giving away what the whole game plan was, it was just to uh, take my time and uh, relax, you know, don't force anything, let it come. You know, and the uh, second one was going to be based off what he was trying to do, if I was going to uh, push the pace and try to be forehead to forehead. But it, but it all played out, you know. Um, I was able to do exactly what I wanted to do, stuck to the game plan, and I didn't force anything, and that, that's what I like, you know. So, like, I'm, I'm still growing as a fighter. Uh, like, you can take the Pasillas fight. You know, I would have stopped him in, what, three, four, five rounds, but I jumped on him. You know, uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm growing as a fighter. I got to ask because from the outside looking in, you know, uh, you know, we could think one thing watching the fight. Would you say that you had fun? during that fight because uh for me you just seem so relaxed just yeah. comfortable uh just in your element is that how you felt yeah that's exactly how i felt and uh that's from camp you know sparring these guys who's going as hard as they can and i love that you know and uh although i'm trying i'm not i'm not going all out i'm still working on things you know so i feel like that's a difference there are some guys who who take their sparring and then they apply that to the ring and that's it. You know, you got to be able to reach that next level, that next gear. And I feel like that's what I'm able to do. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm just uh, very thankful for the opportunity. I'm, I'm glad I was able to not only win, but I was able to perform to uh, my expectations. Sure. Now, do you think that he expected you to be as good as you were? I don't think so. You know, I, I think a lot of people uh, underestimate me. You know, when it comes to the sport of boxing, I've been uh, overlooked and underappreciated, you know, kind of swept under the rug, even though I've been right there. You know, I've dominated these fights and whatnot, and people still, oh, you know, it's some kind of, kind of excuse. Like, Planning, he's a great fighter. You know, he, he, he's a, uh, one of the top fighters in the division. A lot of guys like, oh, you sure you want this fight right now? You know, you, you want to wait a few more fights? And it's like, I want to fight the best of the best right now. I mean, uh, shout out to him for stepping up to the plate and uh, signing the contract. You know, he wasn't afraid to get in the ring with me. And I, I told him good luck. And, hey, the rest was history. How long did it take for that fight to manifest for you? I mean, it's like, you know, um, these other guys, like, you know, the Stephen Fultons of the world, you know, they get about uh, 
three opponents to choose from. You know, you can fight A, B, or C, you know, and they choose whatever. You know, I get that one option. Oh, you want to fight this guy? Put me in the game, coach. You know, it's the, that's just how it is. So how, how long ago did you find out you might fight him or that you are fighting him? I, I was in Arizona for my daughter's birthday. Uh, February 18th is when I found out. You know, we was at the skating rink. So it was like, hey, you know, you got this fight, you know, such and such, uh, plenty of. And I was like, okay, when? You know, they was like, uh, <laughs> I think they was talking about like March. I'm like, oh, shit, March. Hold up. What's up? I don't get no camp. Like, yeah. what, what's going on? You know, so there's like, all right, all right, all right uh, well, we're going to put you on the Charlo undercard, you know, June, June 18th. So I'm like, okay, bet. You know, came back to Vegas, and it was all about business. And uh, that fight ended up getting postponed and canceled. And it was actually kind of a blessing that it did because I was still struggling to cut weight. You know, it was just, uh, it, it was a struggle. Mm. Wait, so you live in Vegas? Yeah, yeah. Who's your nutritionist or your chef or what do you do? You cooking your own food for camps? Well, yeah, yeah, I cook my own food, but you know, I, I was talking to a nutritionist and you know, she was helping me a lot and stuff. And you know, I'm gonna I'm get at you, man. I know we told you already about Foodie Fit. Yeah, it, yeah. Did you looking at him? Tell me from the first time we interviewed you in the first studio. Yeah. No, How many yeah. pounds? Uh, over forty. No gym, bro. Right. I, I've never had my waist this small. Seriously. No, I, I've Get been with to Charlie Fit before. over at Foot. So why don't why you don't use them during camp? Nah, you're right though. You're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, see, like I do different type of diets. Sometimes I do like a pescatarian diet, a vegetarian diet, or but this you, or that. Just, you know, the only saying, reason but, I'm bringing it up because you said you were struggling and and the fight canceling was a blessing in disguise. Oh you yeah, know? big facts, big facts. Because I was, it was, it was crazy, you know. But uh, the last probably three and a half, four weeks of camp was like the best I've ever felt going into a fight. Mm. I had to stop sparring early because I hurt my foot. Uh, you know, plantar fasciitis, some Achilles issues, whatever, you know. So I had to stop sparring, but uh, it worked out. I was able to do other things and focus, and uh, I didn't struggle to make weight at all. I was drinking every single day water, uh, essential water. I was eating breakfast every day, you know. Like, it was cool. I felt strong. I, it was good. That's what's up. So obviously we all seen uh, the the you know Fulton seen the fight and and he, he called you cheeks man I mean I'm from the East Coast so cheeks to me means your ass I'm from Chicago and if your ass, if your ass it, it means you're no thing. good yeah. you know what I'm saying so right. I mean obviously he's capping I, I I'll be the first to say it it's not my place but I watched you fight Blanya who I ranked you know Greer is his man from Chicago who we ranked. Blanya did what he did to him, and he got a following. Has yeah. things changed for you, uh, social media wise, internet wise? Cause them Philippines came out when, oh, yeah, no. like when 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 Josh Greer fought him, our live fight chat was insane. So I, I figure you got some residual fandom off that fight. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've been getting like mad people from the Philippines reaching out to me mm. and stuff like that. And and that was one of my goals is just to uh, earn a lot of new fans. You know, he had a bunch of fans there in L.A. You know, I was getting pictures with them after the fight and stuff. And, uh, you know, shout out to Plania for stepping up to the plate and accepting the fight. But, uh, but yeah, I, I definitely earned a lot of new fans. And they want me to give them, like, shout out videos to, like, you know, back in the Philippines. You know, so it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So I feel like when Fulton said you cheeks, Earl stuck up for you on Twitter. Am I right? Yeah. Earl yeah. Spence Jr.? Yeah, okay. Yeah. What did he say? 
Uh, from what I heard, he pretty much said, like, uh, he, he's not a bum. It just don't make sense to fight right now. Whoa. Now, I mean, you're in the business. I'm on the outside trying, you know, as a journalist, a podcaster, we have to pry and get information leaked. So, like, why do you think he, who's also in the business, he's a pay-per-view fighter, why do you think he thinks it isn't the right time? Um, you know, it's a high risk practically no reward you know what i'm saying it's like i don't i don't got a i mean i do got a belt but at the same time i don't got one of the world title belts you mm -hmm. know so he's trying to uh use that as leverage as to not not to fight me you know but you fight a a danny roman for nothing so you know and and the the, the thing with danny roman is as a contender yourself who wants a shot at the champ you look at it as for nothing but for a Fulton, it is it goes on his resume yeah. as a former, former. world champ, yeah. and yeah. you know Floyd made that popular. How many champions you beat, whether they yeah. current or former? I mean, it's it, on your ledger. It, it does matter. It it does matter. You know, mm -hmm. I can't take that away from him. But to say like, uh, you know, I'm the former number one ranked contender. You know, but um, it just, to me it makes sense. He has nobody to fight right now. It it only makes since for me to fight him right now, we're on the same side. Akhmadali is on the other side of the table. I was already his mandatory for about two years. You know what I'm saying? And like, mm -hmm. we could never put that, you know, pen to paper. So uh, the fight makes sense to me. But uh, tell me you scared without telling me you scared to fight. Like, oh, he's a bum. Oh, I don't like his fighting style. Bro, you fought Figueroa. You don't like my fighting style? I got a fighting style that can beat you. So, yeah. Yeah, that's... uh. That's insane. He doesn't like your fightings. I didn't see him say that. that uh, yeah, that's what I think somebody sent me uh, a, a screenshot. I don't know if he said in an interview. Somebody sent me some talking about he don't like my fighting style. And I'm like, hmm. you fought Figueroa. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so we know, obviously, that's what you want next. You want the Fulton shot. But if it's not that, then what do you think it'll be for you realistically? And, and I mean, before you answer, I'm going to throw in, why not fight Figueroa? Like, boxing was built on common opponents you fought him i fought him earl both earl and earl and uh bud helped me they both fought brooke i know you know it's two different time frames but at least figueroa is still in his prime where if you do what you did to blanya he can't hide is you know people gonna ask for that because that's a common opponent and he was in a tough fight with with figueroa and you sitting here saying you acting like figueroa ain't that difficult I mean, like, you know, as far as I know, Figueroa moved up in weight. But oh, even, he did? He, he, well, his last fight, I know for a fact, was at 26. I don't know, um, you know, if there, there was if plans. permanent. Yeah. But, like, this is the thing about Raiz Salim. It's like, look, I'm an underdog. I want to fight the best of the best. I've never been given the opportunity to fail. And each and every opportunity I've gotten, I've surpassed. You know what I'm saying? I've passed the test, like, each and every time. But, you know, hey, when you're an underdog, you're... Under, uh, you're overlooked and underappreciated. That's what you got to do. It's just the hand I'm dealt. So, hey, realistically, if I can't get the uh, Stephen Fulton fight, the only other fight that makes sense is Lewis Neri, and mm. I think I'd fucking eat Lewis Neri. Like, mm. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like him as a fighter. I mean, like, I think I beat him. I think I do shit worse than what I did to Plania to uh, Neri. Now you know I'm the messy one. Why you don't like him as a fighter? I just, you know, like wide punches. I think he's hella cocky. I, I mean, like, you know, he's a he's an 18 fighter in my book. He he ain't a true 22. 
you know, he fought a, a Castro who, who's good, but like, you know, he was standing straight up and down like nothing. Like, what is you doing? You're absorbing all of his punches, no rolls, no steps, no pivots, nothing. Like, that fight, I, I thought that fight was trash. Neri's still a great fighter. Like, I'm not trying to take nothing away from the guy, but I do think that I beat him. Now, you just got done, obviously, uh, beating Plania. And the Philippines is huge boxing fan base. What about uh, Marlon Tapales? I know he's up there in the rankings. He's up there. He's on that PBC side. Yeah. And, you know, to me, I feel like if not a, a, a Fulton fight, I think that would, you know, ordinary fight, I think that would be another good fight. Well, I mean, hey, I want to fight the best of the best. I actually think we were supposed to spar. I think we were supposed to spar once that uh – I don't know if it was Floyd's gym. We were supposed to spar somewhere, and uh, they end up canceling or something. But, uh, I mean, hey, like, I want the best of the best. You know, if I can't get the Fultons, if I can't get the Nearys, you know, I, I want another top fighter. Champ, so who's the manager? Are you with Prince Ranch? Prince, Prince Ranch Boxing with uh, Greg it, Hanley. Oh, Greg Hanley. Uh, no, I just asked because uh, seems like, you got a few former world champs you could fight in the meantime. Like a Leo, uh, he hasn't fought, I but I think he's, he's moving 20, up too. No, I think he's already at 26, right? Angelo yeah. Leo? Yeah, Damn. he's already, he's already at, 26. at 26. Yeah, Man, everybody vacating, man. I mean, honestly, like, uh, if I struggled to make weight this time around, I was I was straight up moving up to 26. I was even debating 30, like, just saying, and then, like, putting on some weight and, like, yeah. you know, really doing it. But, yeah, I mean, I didn't struggle, so... Man, is Ronnie Rio still in the division? He is. He just uh, fought, uh, well, he fought Akhmedalia. He got uh, stopped in, what, seven? I think he got stopped in seven. No, no, no. And Madalia. Twelve. 12. I, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. but Mora John is with the zone. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, uh, you know, and plus I was already as mandatory. And Damn, how just... they got Daniel Roman ahead of you with off a loss? Still. <laughs> in the ring, he's number three. Uh, yeah, hey, politics. Mm. But we'll see, you know, I just, uh, I, I want a, a, another big name. I, I want a big fight, you know. I want to fight on a big stage again. First time in L.A. I'm, What's the biggest name on the PBC side that is realistic? Obviously, Fulton has to say yes. So, right. outside of Fulton. Neary. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it makes sense because we're on the same side of the table. I mean, what, he's number two? No, he's he number, number one he, in the yeah, WBC. Yeah, he number he number one. I'm number two. No, in the WBO. He's number one in the WBO, ain't he? WBC in the WBO and in the WBO. Yeah, you so know why would So why would he say yeah? If he can't get the Fulton fight. Hmm. You know, if Fulton's talking about he want to fight a dude from 18 who ain't even came up yet, you know, uh, what, Neri's supposed to be fighting what, in Mexico? I think somebody said. When does oh. the WBO update you? I don't know. Uh, my people reached out to him. Because, you know, we pushing for the Fulton fight. So uh, the only way Fulton will fight me is if it's ordered, you know, because then he's either going to vacate or fight. You know, that's the only way he's going to fight me. You know, he, he that's it. All the fans want to see it. He knows wait, I want wait, it. But that's wait. the only way he's going to do it. But why? Why do you think that? I know it. Like, he, he, he has... You don't think he's belt collecting? Like, I mean, the new thing in this generation is to be undisputed. Well, look, it, it makes sense. But, like, understanding the boxing politics of it... He, He's not getting the Akhmedalia fight. I so, mean, it's so, okay to so, win it. So if he's not fighting you next, who do you think he's going to fight next? Neri. I mean, Neri is the mandatory. 
So, mm. I mean, and plus it makes sense. You know, he's number one. I'm number two. You don't fight him, you fight me. You know? Yeah, he got he got the bigger name. Neary got the more, he's been in the, in the business longer. Um, you got to go after the belt. You need to be, you need to so, be a mandatory. That's what I'm saying. So when is the convention for the WBO? Uh, you know, honestly, I don't know. I'm waiting to hear back. You know, you gotta it's like, get, you gotta be there. I'm telling you, right. cause you know, Lewis Neary gonna be there, or as, at least a representative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm. Shit, when we leave, I'm, a, I'm gonna talk to my people and see, you know, see what's up, get on top of things, which so, I'm sure everybody is, you know, cause we, we, we want it, we, we ready. Outside of Neary, who would you say is second runner up PBC side? Because if Neary's fighting Fulton. Yeah, you, you fight Fulton, you, you can't get mad at Neary, and you can't get mad at Fulton. Fulton fighting is number one. Exactly. Hey, I, I, I just want the winner. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But um, so who do you fight in in the meantime? What would be the next best fight for you? Hey, you know that's a good question. I honestly I don't know. You know, like anybody who want who who wants to challenge, who's number three? You know, like so you talked about moving up as far as thirty. Yeah, you had to win. It's blue wire. I think Gary Russell, off that loss, you coming up, you wanted to go up. He might think you sweet because you coming up. He's a big name. Is, is he? Uh, 26. Oh, he's still 26. He didn't move he up never, to 30? He never moved up. Okay. He never moved up. And that's a name. And yep. he at the end of the career. Right. I, I mean, I ain't trying to call him retired or old, but he definitely has been boxing sweat. He, he was in the Wilder Olympics. He's oh, from that. What's that? 08? Yeah, with yeah, Demetrius 08, yeah. and Deontay Wilder. Like he's got some, you know. Right, right. And hey, he I, don't I, have miles because you know he only fight once a year or once every eighteen months. But right, he is older. Right, but hey, I like fighting southpaws too. You know, like southpaws is just. Uh... You don't think he's too big because he fought Jojo Diaz and did hella good. Obviously, his loss comes to. Uh, Lomachenko, and he just lost that one fight because right. of his arm. I yeah, feel like he still uh, won with the bad arm. I ain't on front. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Still it was a, a close fight. fight. Yeah, it but was close. Even the dude that beat him, he's another Filipino. You could become the Filipino killer. <laughs> What's his name? Right, I heard uh, Casemiro was calling me out or something like that, saying he beat me up and stuff, sparring or something. I I murdered him in sparring. Like, what way is Casemiro? Uh, 18, but apparently he talking about if the if the monster go up to 22, he going up to 22. Chaser. Yeah, apparently I like think he actually they didn't they just announce something for Casemiro. I don't know. Somebody like I'm not sure. And I was just looking. Uh, I liked the Tapales fight, but I mean, I'm sorry, it, it, I never heard of Tapales. Man. It don't really make sense because Akhmedaliev got the IBF, so it's like who why? got the who got the IBO? Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he got that too. Yeah, so it's like, cause that IBO is 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 the fifth one, but it it, it give it got uh Sebastian Formella the Porter fight. You yeah. know? Yeah. No, I mean, and think about just how many champions that everybody acknowledges as champions that have represented. In. I mean, Eubank is listed as a champion. That's the only belt Lord. he won. No, but I'm saying you. But other than that, he I think he might have won some version of the WBA when he yeah, was with PBC I, uh, for a minute. I'm saying guys like Manny, who everybody acknowledges as an all-time great, had the IBO. You know, oh, of course, right. Vladimir Klitschko had right. it. Yeah, it'd be nice to uh, steal it from that side, but you know, what do you think needs to happen for 
for those two sides to do business because, it, I mean, it, it would just take a mega fight, you know, uh, both sides taking a risk of losing everything, you know, so like, uh, it would just have to be a, a mm. big numbers game. So, are that, you with PBC or you work with PBC? I'm, I'm, I'm with Al Heyman. I'm oh, with Al, Al oh Heyman no, no, PBC. that's it. So if you with Al, you with PBC. Yeah. Uh, damn. So, yeah, there's, there will be no chances <laughs> of that the zone fight for sure. It don't look that way. I don't know. Nah. Other than Daniel Jacobs and Jesse Vargas, those are the only two Al Heyman fighters that went to the zone, but they went over there permanently. Right, like once you, you know, once you cross that line, boy, hey, you know. Like, no, I think he was still with them. You think so? I, I don't know. I don't it's know just like, either. I don't know either. I thought he was with Daniel and Conley. I thought Conley was both, you know, uh, with Daniel and, and, and Al. But mm. uh, Yeah, I feel like uh, it would just have to be a big numbers game. And honestly, I don't I don't think anybody in the division, the uh, Stephen Fulton versus Akhmedalia, big fight, but not big enough to really be worth That's it. Not big enough to put those two networks together, you think? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think the the numbers. I don't. I don't think it's just so, big enough. So Jose Ramirez and Hooker was bigger. Hey, because remember they came together, top the, ranking the zone. Latinos come through. Okay. Latinos come through. You know, like they hey they support theirs, right? Yeah, and 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 uh, Mora John is like from the Ukraine, right? No, Kazakhstan. Uzbekistan? Yeah, I Kwasikstan and Uzbekistan, one of them, yeah. Uh, Rice, I wanted to ask, how soon are you looking to get back in there? Because you're talking about big cards, and you know I'm being told Tank's back in December, and yep. and you know Tank's a big name. He always draws a pay per view. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. you got to call him a pay per view star at this point, because every time he coming out, they throwing him on pay per view. So, do you think December would be too soon for you, or? I mean, it'd be a quick turnaround. Uh, I've, I've been in camp for a while, but what I have uh, working for me is uh, no cuts, no no bumps, no bruises, no aches, no pains, you know. So uh, I'm I'm really right there, you know. You uh, you give me a name, you give me a date, and we can make it happen. But then in the year is a quick turnaround, so if that don't happen, you know, sometime early to mid next year. Mm, um, early to mid. Mm. That's a little. Seem kind of far. Yeah, it do. I mean, like, I only fought once this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, fights gotten canceled and this, this, and that. Like, I'd like to fight three times next year. But... So you telling me off the back of that performance, none of them executives at Showtime or wherever the hell you fought was like, yo, we need to get you back. Or, you know, well, not even the manager was like, yo, they excited or they want you back. Like, no, they... Yeah, because next year is a long time. No, they saying it. But from what I'm hearing, they want Fulton. They saying me and Fulton should fight. And I'm like, yeah, but you know how that go. So it's like, we could fight in December. Me and Fulton, we could fight in December. You know, like I fight him on short notice or whatever, whatever. You know, like he don't got nobody to fight right now. But when, when, When's the last time he fought? June. Like June 9th. 4th. Or, or yeah, June 4th. Something like oh, that. wow. So he got some time out that ring. Right. And... Realistically, it's like okay, if Neri's but about you want, to fight. You want you you gonna need it at least in December, November, right? Like, hey, we can make it happen in December. Tank undercard. Hey, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. You know, be the co-main, whatever, whatever. Just the fact of being on the card, cool. You could also is November too soon? 
depends on if he wants to fight. For you. Hey, it is what it is for me. Hey, I'm an underdog. You know what I'm saying? Give me an opportunity to fail. Like, you know, if it's I November, mean, I don't it's... think November's too soon because the 19th would be, what, three months for him? No, nah, barely two. No, I mean, I'd, I'd have to uh, hit the ground running right now. Cause, like, for November you know, 19th, Earl Spence undercard versus Terrence Crawford, you got to hit the ground right now? Yeah, because I mean... September 9th, though. I October mean, 9th would be 30. November 9th would be 60. Yeah, so that's the what I'm 19th saying. Barely two be, months. Extra, extra, almost extra two weeks. We talking damn near ten weeks out. Barely. Barely for real. <laughs> All right, I hear you. I mean, I mean, I get but it because didn't Kovalev complain about that? But if that's what it took to make the fight happen, put me in the game, coach. Mm. Is there enough money for Fulton, right, Salim on either one of those undercards? Because those themselves are big fights. I mean, hey, I, I think the fans want it. I think the fans will show up for that. You know, two uh, African-American fighters at the top of their game at the 122-pound uh, division. When was the last time that happened? You know, like, uh, it's a it's a fight that a lot of people want. Of course, I want it. But uh, I think it'll be a big one. Uh, what, what What is it What is it that you see in Fulton that you believe you'll be able to exploit or bring out on the night? Well, uh, first and foremost, uh, Fulton has a great jab. You know, like maybe one of the best jabs in boxing right now. Uh, you take that away from him, what is he? He's a good fighter. Not great, but he's good, you know? Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of things that I would be able to exploit. Like Daniel, Danny Roman wasn't able to turn the corner. Fulton was able to turn the corner on him all night. Uh, Roman couldn't catch him. Slow hands, slow feet, not athletic, can't hit. I'm the exact opposite. I match him in foot speed or my foot seat or my feet are faster. I match him in hand speed or my hands are faster. I am stronger than him. So, I mean, if I want to impose my will, I believe I can. How do you know all these things? How do you who, know who, till who, you who, get in there though? Who, who's the last guy he he even dropped? Who's the you know, who's the last who's the last top fighter that he hurt? You know, he went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Angelo Leo. Angelo Leo, great fighter, can't hit. You know, like, I believe, you know what I'm saying? I believe in me. Damn, we needed that Brandon Figueroa fight. The common opponent always sells it. You know, to be in there across the ring from someone that has been in the ring. Like, again, Porter been in the ring with Earl and Bud. You know what I'm saying? And that has really gotten the fans' juices flowing. Watching Crawford do what he did to Bud, it's like changed things. No. And opinions throughout the experts. Would you see a benefit in moving up to 26 to fight Brandon for a one-off? Just to be like, okay, cool, I did it better, and it, this ain't even my weight. Or do you well, just feel like, because, I mean, you said it, it ain't too many names at 22 right now that you could fight next. Like, if he chooses to fight Neri, you don't really have too many options, right. or at least too many big name options. Well, um, see, if I move up to 26, then I think, like, you I would... lose your I, ranking? No, I mean, I, I don't think I'd lose my ranking, but I'd want it to be... I'm fighting for a world title. You know what I'm saying? I'm fighting a Navarrete. I'm moving up for a reason. You know what I'm saying? I'm fighting somebody who's got the world title. Because that's so what I'm Brandon, chasing. So Brandon isn't big enough in the... Like, he's no, no, not no, a big no, enough no. name? No, that'd be a great name to have on a resume. Cool. 
But like, if I'm gonna move up, wouldn't it make more sense for me to move up and fight somebody with the world title? Because oh, that's what I'm, that's what I'm chasing. You know what I'm saying? Now, if I moved up and I couldn't get that, let's say I had to uh, have a fight before that happens, then yeah, cool. You know, if that's what it takes, yeah, that's what it takes. Well, let me get to some of these questions from the people, man. These are our most loyal and official supporters here of the show. We got Ruin of Five Hundred Four that says, "Is Fulton really ducking you?" Hey, you know, like, I don't want to say Scare Boy stuff is ducking me. Scare Boy stuff. You know, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, hey, he ain't signing the contract. You know, he don't want to fight. Like, Oh, I wonder if he's ever going to come on the show after hearing me <laughs> laugh at that Scared Boy stuff. I never heard that. You've been saying that for a minute? Hey, I just started saying it, you know, it just kind of stuck, you know, after hearing him, you know, talk his shit. It's like, oh, okay, this is the type of energy you're giving me. Okay. You know, because I, I don't talk shit, you know, mm -hmm. like I you know, I like to keep it professional, you know, I don't go back and forth, you know, like I'll say my piece and it is what it is, but like I'm real black and white, you know, so it's like if it's on site, no, it's actually going to be on site. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, that's why I don't do the back and forth. From San Antonio, James Valdez says, if Enue the monster moves up to fight Stephen Fulton, who wins and how? Ugh. <sighs> Man, good fight, but you know, I'm, I'm, I, I think Fulton can outbox him. Mm. You know, I think you can outbox him. I think the, you know, the monster's 18, you know, uh, 18 pounder, so he'll be smaller, and you know, Fulton has reach on him. I, I, I think uh, Fulton out, semi do what he did to Roman as far as like working off the jab all night, but uh, that'd be a great fight. You know, I think the monster ha uh, has the potential to put him down. How do you do versus the monster? I think I win a, a, a tough one. I, I think that would be an explosive fight, a real fan-friendly fight uh, with uh, him throwing a lot of punches and me throwing a lot of punches. But uh, I see that fight going the distance and me winning a, a decision. Uh, Yo, I got I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I, I just have to speak on this because this is unbelievable. Champ, you watch UFC by any chance? A little bit, yeah. Yo, so yesterday there's bit, there was supposed to be a big pay-per-view in town this weekend, right? right. Um, big brawl broke out apparently like before the press conference yesterday. And then today, the main event fighter purposely came in like eight pounds overweight. Yo. <laughs> and so, yo, they've now like moved... One of the co-main, or no, they moved the guy that was like on the undercard of the main event. They moved the main event to the co-main to fight the guy that he fought backstage before the press conference. Yo. <laughs> Yo. That's Crazy. like nuts. Hey, hey, you got to love the UFC for that shit. You got to love them for that. Yo, I say, yeah, they make, they make fights happen, but they don't pay... Yeah, oh, no, no, no. You know? I mean, they obviously paying something because them dudes staying there. It's not like them dudes are like, oh, you no know what? I'm just going to go learn yeah. boxing. No, but that's the thing. It ain't nowhere else for them to go in right. the MMA. I, I feel like they would if they could. If I think they could all transition into boxing. Will they be good? No, but a lot of them UFC dudes have followings, uh, local followings, too. You know, a lot of them should probably think about boxing. I think a lot of them has switched over. They're trying to like add boxing into it. So like that's a possibility, you mm. know, to where they can just like, you know, cut the line with that. And I mean, boxing. listen, that dude did damn well for himself. We was calling him a prospect killer. He was from MMA, 
PFL out here bodying these prospects <laughs> on live TV. End up getting an ESPN, not a deal, but he had like three fights on ESPN. He killed somebody. Al put eight on, remember Al paid all that money for that young dude with the with the little rat tail? Yeah, killed yeah. him on PBC. You remember that? The high schooler? Nah, I don't remember. Bro, the seventeen-year-old Al just signed them maybe twenty-four months ago. Oh my god. <laughs> nah, yeah. but but that guy, uh, I'm pretty sure he got his PFL deal after he got the after the top rank fights. Yeah, but he was an MMA fighter first. He, yeah, but he was. That's that, what I'm saying. Yeah, he was a regular no, MMA fighter. No, no UFC, no, no, nothing. But that's what I'm saying. He benefited from the boxing and of MMA course. because he was fighting for a smaller promotion than PFL before. He was yeah. fighting for like some local And that's shit. what I'm saying. His shine in boxing, not only did it get him a couple good fights in boxing, because he eventually lost to, to uh, a prospect that was just too good. Who was it? I forget. Maybe not Gomez, was it? I forget who he lost to. His but name is Clay Collard. I'm going to look him up. Yeah, he called like three <laughs> bodies. It was, took him forever for me to get to him, but he, yeah, he did catch like three I'm not going to lie. That's why you can't, you can't not, underestimate people. I'm not going to lie to me, because this was like during pandemic, so 2020. Mm -hmm. He lost right before the end of the year, if I remember correctly. But had he not lost, I truly felt he was like fighter of the year. Not straight. I'm not even bullshitting you because it was upset after upset after upset on TV or some shit. Yeah. So let me see here. Definitely Quincy uh, Lavillas. He beat him. And that was an undefeated fighter. David Kaminsky, 6-0, beat him. Raymond Gajardo, that's the 17-year-old he bodied on PBC, 5-0. Uh, look, Kashawn Taylor, 9-0. And he lost to Beck Malakuliev when Beck was 2-0. This is what I'm saying, my man balls. He got a little red cellar wagon where he just drags his balls around because he, he he's, he's not a professional boxer. Like, he got in there with some real names. And put in that work. But now it's a wrap for him because he's been on a four-fight losing streak, and the last one was Yoelvis Gomez, who took him out in one round. Mm. Yeah, so. But Yoelvis is a standout. But I still got more questions for you. Let me get to that. Um, uh, first one, second one is now Canna in Nebraska says, Raiz, good work with the clapping emoji. I saw you about to close the show and you scared my money, but <laughs> everything worked out. If Fulton doesn't want it, will you press PBC to fight Akhmadaliev? Thanks for joining the show. Oh, man, if, 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 if that's a possibility, I would love to. You know, I, I wanted the Akhmadalia fight when I was his mandatory, you know, so if I could still get that fight, oh, for sure. You know, uh, it's just the boxing politics behind it. It's a hard fight to make, but I, I, I would love that fight. That's the DAZN guy, I'm assuming. Yeah, yep. Yeah, Marjan, until he get out that deal, or, or, or unless Eddie wants to, you know, because yeah. he don't even talk about sending an offer. Somebody going to have to press him on that. Yo, this UFC fighter that missed weight by eight pounds. Oh, so you just enjoying UFC <laughs> while we got a, a professional fighter no, in our studio. I'm telling you, he going to love this. I'm telling uh -huh. you, he going to love this. Yo, after the weigh-in, after they said his weight, how much he was, he tells the media because they, you know, they do like closed off weigh-ins and then um, ceremonial. He told the media, that's not that bad. And then posted a picture of him in camp looking fat, tagging another fighter talking about it's your fault with the crying laughing face. What the fuck? 
My man just doesn't yeah, he, care. Yeah, he wilding. That's wilding. crazy. And he's literally supposed to fight Nate Diaz, a, 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 you know, a legend in the sport, to be up for the title. Right. So it's like you doing all of this because you got in a fight and you trying to prove a point. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, see, I feel like, uh, like, I, well, boxers anyway. We we pretty much get paid to make weight. You know what I'm saying? You don't make weight, the fight could get canceled. A quarter of your purse, half your purse. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you missing about eight pounds. Ooh, that's too much money. Ooh, to lose. <laughs> I got Brandon all the way in Houston. Says great performance versus Plania Raiz. A lot of fans have issues with PBC and how long they have their fighters inactive between fights. My question to you is, how are you kept in the know as to what is going on? If you feel comfortable sharing, do you depend solely on your manager to relay information, or is there some kind of PBC newsletter or email they send to their fighters to update them on what's going on on the company? Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, you know, sometimes it just depends on the timeline of, uh, you know, who's fighting, what the shows that are coming up, you know, the opportunities and stuff, you know. So I just kind, kind of uh, lead that up to my people, you know, my manager to reach out and see what's up, you know, or uh, talk to, uh, not Al directly, but, uh, you know, Sam Watson and, you know, see what's going on with that, you know, get the inside scoop. But a lot of it's the timeline, you know, like, for instance, okay, Neri's fighting, right now in Mexico. Okay, so he's out. I can't push for that fight. Fulton don't got nobody to fight. I don't got nobody to fight. What shows are coming up? You know, it's kind of like a timeline thing, so it just kind of depends. I would love to be more but active. But isn't Fulton the main event fighter now? Did he main yeah. event? Well, yeah. So yeah. then that's the thing. It's, it's about yeah. is he and you willing to be an undercard fighter? Because it seems like what's left is all ready planned out. Like Earl's fight in it, November. Exactly. Tank the out in December. Yep. So you got to get on a show. Exactly. Obviously, they could do something in between there. Nah, but, you know, it, it, it wouldn't make sense. So it's like the timeline. They already got shows planned out. So it's like, realistically, it'd be sometime next year. Damn. And, you know, they probably already have a, a rough draft of, like, you know, January, February, you know, what those cards are going to be like. So it's like, you know. And you can't even ask for, like, yo, just keep me busy fight. Uh, Possibly. I mean, that it, doesn't count as a legit fight on your contract if they do provide like somebody just for you to. No, I mean it, it does. It's, oh wow! It's it's just like you know, for me, like, I, it has to mean something. Yeah. You know, I want to wake up in the morning like, all right, let's fucking let's do this. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, uh, that's what it was like with the planning of fight and everything. It's like you know, something you can wake up and be excited about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. It's got to be a fighter you could get up for. Yeah, you know, you struggling with the diet, but you know what's what's in front of you, and it's mm -hmm. like, nah, you know, like it's gonna keep you there. You walk past that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> now that's my vice. <laughs> what's yours, champ? What's your vice? What's what's the man? Look, what's your little weakness that you know? Just a little snacky snack. I'm I'm a little fat kid at heart, <laughs> uh, you know, like for real. But uh, Ben and Jerry salted caramel. Okay, that's that's my thing. Like salted I'll sit caramel. I never tried that. Fire! You gonna have to try it. I'm talking about. I'll eat two pints in one sitting. Wow! Like but if you like ice cream, there's an ice cream shop out here that I think is in Summerlin. Me and my girl go to, and they do like waffles and ice cream. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a good, a nice little mix. Yeah. Hot waffles with ice cream. But uh, <laughs> let me see. I think that might be all the questions, man. You gonna have to. We gonna have to give him a single shot as he calls out Stephen Fulton. 
Because, look, there's he ain't got nothing, you ain't got nothing. And there's a few undercards. Wow, the undercard is still not complete. But that's too, no, that's not enough time. Yeah. That's the 15th. Yeah. That ain't going to work. That's a couple weeks. Uh, and, and, and Earl and Crawford, you know, it, it's not finalized for November 19th. So maybe you can do Earl Crawford undercard or tank, hopefully, Ryan. Who else could tank be fine? Is that is that fight set? Ryan and Tank? No. No, it's not set. But, but Tank is set. You know Tank going in December. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah we, we're being told that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're gonna give you that solo shot. Guys, give him a solo shot so he could call out Stephen Fulton, man. Hey, or whoever else. I mean, like, you know, the deal, scare boy stuff, you know, say I'm a bum, show me. You know, show me. Like I said, real fighters know what's up. You know, I'm not scared to fight. We can make it happen in December before the end of the year. It don't matter. Team and Lean, we got the pen, send the contract. It is what it is. I wanna fight the best. You're considered one of the best. Let's make this happen. Let's get uh, the fans what they want. I believe I can beat you. I mean, I might fuck around and dominate the fight, but, you know, hey, sign the contract. We'll see what's up. We can make it happen. Let's go. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up on that note. Uh, I want to thank, obviously, Raisa Arlene for joining us in studio. Thank the guys at Blue Wire for holding us down. And we'll be back tomorrow, 6 a.m., with another one. Wait, tomorrow's Friday? No, tomorrow's no. Saturday. Yeah, we won't be well, back fuck, tomorrow. Well, fuck, we're off tomorrow since the ladies' fight's canceled. I know. Yo, we should probably do like an MMA We should effort. bring you up on that. Did you know that that fight was canceled because the queen passed away? Oh, that's right. Shit. Both of those magnificent fights, bro. Damn. It's Postpone. crazy. Postpone. Postpone. Yeah, but till October. That's also, as a fighter, how do you deal with something like that? You were supposed to fight tomorrow. Now they want you to fight October 15th. Damn, yo. The was- morning of weigh-ins. Yo, that's you know what I'm wild. Saying? Like, cause everybody's struggling to make weight. You know, you need that. You know, that payday and the, like, you know, so much goes you don't even into get it. Paid. Right, exactly. And you spent money on camp expenses. Yep. And you got a longer that that just happened to me twice. Now, for me, this last time was a blessing, but man, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard. I couldn't believe they canceled it. With I mean, just I just I just figured the money they're losing logistically with yeah. the venue. But think about the fighter, it's hard not to get burnt out. It's hard not to balloon. You know, it's But then how do you how do you recreate? I mean, their fight week, they've really sold me. Those women, I mean, Alicia Bumgarner, Michaela Mayer, Clarissa Shields. It's like true animosity in both fights. And now it's like now in historic fights, undisputed in one, a unification in another, you know. I mean, Michaela says this is like undisputed. And then they want you to put a timeout on it. Like, hey, timeout. We'll be back in four months, four weeks. So sad, man. Uh, luckily, but luckily, it's, it's it's a semi-quick turnaround. Four weeks. But mm-hmm. Yo, it's crazy though because we are literally going to be watching Clarissa Seal, Savannah Marshall, Lisa Bumgarner versus Michaela Mayer, Deontay Wilder versus Robert Hellenius, uh, Caleb Plant versus Anthony Durrell, and fucking uh, Devin Haney versus George Cambosis all. In the same day. Just fucking that great night of fights. Mm. Great night of fights. Yeah, you know, um, we probably shouldn't end it. We didn't give too much of our thoughts on your interview. We were supposed to be highlighting your interview with the champ, so I don't know if you want to end it or not. I mean, I thought we talked about it. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I mean, unless you play the interview for the audience, you know. I think no, no, no worries. I just much. wanted to make sure because that was your content. It is going viral out there. So, you know, nonetheless, 
you know, uh, I wanted to check in with you. But on that note, Rice, give out your social media where everybody can find you. Hey, yo, I just started a Twitter. Uh-oh. You know, so uh, I'm on Twitter. Uh-oh, what is it? Oh, he got on Twitter after. after this. Oh, <laughs> everybody, everybody been on me. And I'm like, Fulton? man, I, I'm, I'm like, man, I'm I'm a wait on, I'm wait on it. But people was going like, yo, yo, if you don't start a Twitter, I'm gonna make one wait, for you. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll just. But make was it, it after Fulton, uh, Fulton tweeted that? Yeah, after he oh, called, after he man, called so me a bum. So you had to make one to get at him. After he called me a bum, I was like, oh, all right. All right. <laughs> but no, it's a uh, at Raiz underscore Aleem. Yo, and I'm at NestGTO, Instagram and Twitter. My Rainbow co-host. Danny, Instagram and Twitter. We are the Boxing Voice. We'll be back. Are we doing a Sunday show? Because there ain't no fights to recap. Uh, we'll let you know, man. Check our community page. On yeah. that note, we out. Dirch.